0: Pooja Ayurveda. This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. You must have heard about sericulture, horticulture, but do you know what is permaculture? So permaculture is an approach to land management and settlement design that adopts arrangements observed in flourishing natural ecosystems. So today, we have Ramesh who is the founder of Tribe Permaculture with us to help us understand what it is and why is it needed. Welcome to the show sir. Namaste. Namaste.
1: Yeah, awesome. Happy to hear that you are associated with many people. (laughs) I didn't know that. Thank awesome. You. Yeah, as you as you spoke, it's permaculture. Permaculture. Hmm. So one like you know, two terms. It has yeah. taken from the two terms. What one is permanent. So the okay. word perma taken by permanent. And the culture is another word. So permaculture. Permanent culture. The okay. meaning of it is permanent culture. Okay. So when we say permanent culture, usually what, what do we understand? Because, like, you know, people may say that like you know, nothing is permanent in this world. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. So, like, you know, what exactly do you mean by permanence? So here in 1972 in 1970s yeah. basically Bill Mollison and David mm-hmm. they are from Australia they okay. came across this they invented this word new new terminology and new word but the techniques are already there they are collected from different parts of the world like there are so many techniques like you know which are naturally you know without harming nature mm-hmm. being in harmony with nature how can we design our spaces get more productivity out of it be in harmony with nature be in sync with nature not agonistic yeah so when when they were like you know in 1970s itself mm. because they are in a country like australia there is huge monocropping happening like sugarcane like 1000 acres of sugarcane 2000 acres yeah. of sugarcane so great. that sugarcane it will when they use fertilizer when mm. they use fertilizer they they kill all the life on the like in the soil on the soil and in the soil both mm. so basically it will degrade the soil and once the crop is done like one once like you know they are preparing the soil again in the summertime mm-hmm. in the summer time they'll prepare when they are doing it usually even india also usually in the summer what they do they plow the land and get ready for the monsoon yeah. usually whoever is growing the annual crops mm. that is what they do so in that process in the summer there is a lot of hot winds right so these hot winds will erode a lot of topsoil So we are losing topsoil, we are degrading topsoil by adding fertilizers and etc. And by using monocrops like sugarcane, how much sugar do we use usually in our day? Like entire day, how much sugar do we use in our day? That itself will give you answer how much sugarcane is being produced across the world, right? And how much rice do we eat being in South India especially? (laughs) So, when we are eating, like, you know, what, like, you know, permaculture is not just about agriculture, it's about entire lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's about entire lifestyle. Every aspect of your life, how you can live more sustainably and in harmony with nature, without harming nature, Mm -hmm. like, you know, least impact. Least impact, I can say. As much as we can. So, it's not just about growing food or, like, you know, taking care of the animals or, like, you know, generating some income or, like, you know, designing a good landscape. It is not just that. It's much more deeper than what we can see we we talk about localization like you know whatever the resources you would like to use in your farm if you resource everything like whatever the material you need if you can source them around you yeah you cut down a lot of energy there which is called embodied energy so embodied energy let's say you have uh, a corn like mm-hmm. morning breakfast so many okay. people eat uh, like conflicts mm-hmm. to make that what all the things are involved like you know how much fuel you are using what what is the main source of it, corn mm-hmm. and like, you know, to make that processing where all it will go. Like like there is one example recently I've seen in Instagram. The fruit is grown in Thailand mm-hmm. and it has gone to America just for packing and it is sold back in Thailand.
2: Oh God. <laughs> so
1: that's madness, right? Yeah. So it's it's basically globalizing things like, you know, just like, you know, marketing things like, you know, there is so much drama in between. Just mm-hmm. be- like, you know, just even if you take our daily goods mm-hmm. from farmer to consumer if it comes directly there is a lot of like let's say some people in your village or my village they are growing mm-hmm. food and yeah. if they sell it directly there a lot of energy is saved there but rather they take it to market then supermarket then local market then to your house but the, the tomato which is grown next to you is going to the market and all the way coming back to you which yeah. is adding a lot of cost to it Correct. so here this is culture what we are talking is culture mm-hmm. like you know in olden days what was the culture they used to grow their own food right yeah and eat but now the culture is mostly we go out to the market and get it right Hmm. Right? Hmm. so here permanent culture permanence is something like let's say you are doing some agroforestry or like you know majorly tree-based systems majorly tree-based system let's say if you have a plant moringa or like you know uh, drumsticks we call it okay so if you have that particular plant that is a vegetable, right you yeah. you use it as a vegetable, which you plant only once, but you can harvest like you know more than six years, seven years if you if mm-hmm. you like you know properly manage it. Mm-hmm. but wherein if you have a tomato plant, you can harvest for only three months, yeah. right? If you grow more tomatoes, then you invest a lot of energy there the permanency is less. Mm. And there is a lot of management involved there. But rather, if you have more plants, which will give produce more than two years, mm. then the work is less, then you are creating a lot of permanence there. Yeah. So, basically, here, permanence you are creating by the... Even in terms of buildings, even in any product you take. Mm. Any product you take, if you increase the lifetime of it, like, you know, like self-life, basically, mm. and everything. So, you create the permanence and you... Like, you follow it as culture. Like, you... People and nature, you combine together. Their lifestyles and everything. You work with people and nature together. And that is how it goes like you know you you just make sure that it goes to according to the like you know ethics we have ethics in permaculture. Uh-huh. they are like earth care people care and fair share so whatever you do in the system or design or in a community wherever you are working with or in a school or like anything first you make sure you are following all the ethics uh-huh. so then like we have so much so much into it but like simply it's permanent culture permanent uh-huh. agriculture permanent culture
0: okay so when it comes to like as you mentioned in schools and all those things and ethics like what exactly do you mean ethics in the sense how the working in a let's take for example school only how Mm. the students or the or the teachers who are working there are like is it concerned with them like ethics related to them or like do you mean by the total infrastructure building and construction and how it is managed in that way like do you want it to
1: say so you can add this everywhere literally everywhere even in day-to-day life Mm -hmm. so the ethics which i have mentioned is earth care Mm -hmm. people care and fair share let me explain a little more about it then maybe you will understand it
2: yeah
1: so what i mean by earth care is whatever the actions you are doing in your daily life whatever it is Mm -hmm. be it you are using water Hmm. rather like you know taking shower with one bucket of water if you are taking 3-4 buckets of water just for the, just for the pleasure hmm. and if you are just li- simply draining it to the drainage and municipal and like you know wasting the water that is not that is not ethical okay. that is not ethical
0: okay got it yeah right yeah. so
1: you be mindful conscious about whatever you are doing in your daily life
2: hmm. so if, when it
1: comes to the schools uh, as you asked so let's say they have a small space like you know along with the building they also have like these days so many schools are involving agriculture into their curriculums, right mm-hmm. like especially after covid like so many people are involving agriculture into this curriculum. so here if they have a small garden like usually the like you know the farmers whatever the insect they see Mm -hmm. they will simply use the pesticide and kill it yeah right so from the very early age if a children see like you know what is these insects what do they do what is their role in the nature in the ecosystem how do they function and what is really ethically is like you know thinking about the soil thinking about the water thinking about the other life thinking about the humans around you and their health obviously I know all this is interlinked. How many okay. people really know that like you know the soil bacteria, the mm. bacteria which is in the soil can help our gut like you know the like you know if you if you have a good bacteria in your soil mm. if you eat food from that you will you will have a healthy gut,
2: yeah, how many people true.
1: do right? Very, very few know it yeah, so these kind of things they should know from the very very early age, I mean it's not should, but if they know it'll be like you know a benefit for them yeah so then we'll come to people care Hmm. like even in people care like we think that we are caring every person but but by the lifestyle by the lifestyle we don't even know what are all the things we are doing Hmm. for ourselves like let's say i know a farmer who have 100 acres he Hmm. is growing entire 100 acres cotton but he is not growing food for himself so only economics is driving him
2: oh yeah
1: not any other factor is driving him, right? Mm -hmm. So, these little, little things, if you combine and, like, you know, especially we we use the word community. In permaculture, we use the word community because that is where people care. You you see a lot of people care. Like, let's say, uh, like, like, you know, in India especially, so many people migrate. Like, if you see from Mahabub Nagar, like, there is one, one uh, place in called in telangana so in so many places there is drought occurring drought means there is no rainfall for like long period of time yeah so there is no rainfall and there is no groundwater they can't really do anything with the land and majorly who are like you know farmers who are completely dependent on land they don't have any other work so they migrate to cities
2: yeah
1: but the farmer who have more water in the same Nagar, hmm. what he does he will grow paddy he don't he don't care about the other farmers at all he has water, so he will grow padi. But the others, like, you know, whoever is unable to tap that aquifer or groundwater, they are migrating to other places. How can we create resilience here only with nature? Here you need people also. You need a lot of people, like, you know, a combination of people. You need to give hand to other people also. Like, you know, okay, you come work with me. I'll give livelihood to you. You give livelihood to me. I'll share the seed with you. You share the water with me. So, all these things were there before.
2: Yeah.
1: They were there before. Like, the, the culture was there before. But now we lost that permanency and the culture both, right? So, yeah. again, we are just going back to the roots kind of thing. But there is no going back. It's only going forward. So, we go forward. We, again, we talk to people who are interested in this kind of life, lifestyle and everything. Then we'll take it further from there. So, that is people care and fair share. Fair share, like, so every ethic which I'm mentioning,
2: mm-hmm. we can
1: elaborate it for like days. Like, you know, it can just go on. Hmm. But here I'm just giving a brief, whatever I I could, like, you know, in the given time. So, fair share means, uh, let's say you have a mango tree.
2: Okay. Right?
1: And you get like 70 mangoes.
0: Hmm.
1: What do you do? How many mangoes do you harvest?
0: Let's like come at this once again. Like, I have already, right? 70 mangoes. So, for a tree, you have a mango tree. Okay. And you have
1: 70 mangoes to it. Okay. How many do you harvest? All of them are ripened.
0: Harvest in the sense, I already got the fruits. That means that I harvested the mango tree, right?
1: You have it to the tree.
0: Okay. And I am clearly not getting an idea like how harvest means here. Like in the terms of growing the tree or like after getting that fruit.
1: Harvesting is collecting.
0: Okay. Okay. Taking from the tree. Okay. 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 So you are asking me how much will I harvest from the seventy? Mm. Yeah. I guess around thirty or forty. Why? Because uh, some will fall down before only, or some will be rotten, or some will be eaten by insects or birds or something like that. I added those mm. probabilities.
1: Mm. So basically, here, like you know, one good thing you mentioned about is the birds, insects, and everything, right? So, but mm. in a daily, daily thing. Mm. Like, you know, in like, you know, normal thing, they, if they see the pest, they will use the pesticide.
2: Yeah. If they see
1: the bird, they will mm. use the traps. If they see animals, they will make sure that the animals are not coming. Mm. So, this is a common practice in farming nowadays. It's a very common practice. Yeah. Yeah, like, though they have a lot of mangoes, like, entire farm is like mangoes, mm. still they don't want monkeys to enter and eat. Yeah, they do the damage, I'm sure. mm. I am sure. I am not denying the fact. Mm. But how much we should involve them and how much we should not involve them we should think about it because they are also part of nature and they don't have any other food yeah because true. in the forest in the forest the forests are being burnt. Hmm. they like you know every day the forests are like you know you know the story of india at least yeah. like every day like you know the forest departments and everything they're like you know because of the people need Hmm. That is what they say, because of the development, I don't know what kind of development it is because of the development. they cut down the forest every day we like you know, as the fact says, every day one football court size forest is like it's not every day every second, I think every second what? or every minute. every
0: second seriously, yeah. it's yeah, like I can't even like imagine that number, you know, like uh, the amount of area of a football court is quite huge,
1: yeah, so. I don't know if it is one second or one minute or one hour or one day. But even if it is for one day, it's a lot.
0: Yeah, I hope it's one day.
1: <laughs> yeah, even I do hope, but I think it's less. Somewhere, it's less. So, there are so many other factors. Even mm-hmm. the life is like, you know, being degraded. Like, you know about the extinction, right? So many animals yeah. are being extincted, So yeah. many birds are being extinted and insects are being extinted mm-hmm. because... They are losing their habitats, and when they are entering into the artificial habitats made by the humans, mm-hmm. there also they don't have a security.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: So here nobody is thinking about that fair share with the other life. So yeah. here in pama culture, what we say one of the ethics you fairly share with the other other people, other animals, insects, whatever the life you are living with. So these are the ethics. Okay. So like you know, if we get into the topic of pama culture itself that is gonna take days
2: Hmm. but I
1: just wanted to like you know give a brief about the ethics because that's very important like you know even a normal man if they if they can really give it a thought to these three things itself it becomes a big thing yeah
0: so it's like uh, I really Uh, understood now you know i got a hang of it like totally understood in this proper explanation it may be earth care people care and fair share coming to the fact that you know listening to these things what i felt is like we have missed the concept only as you rightly mentioned when we see an insect the main response from us right now is to kill it even it is in fields or like it's somewhere else so how yeah yeah you know, like it has become our inbuilt behavior right now.
2: Culture.
0: Yeah, culture. <laughs> <A> culture.
2: <laughs> culture.
0: Okay. So I was just wondering, like, how uh, like, uh, it's affecting this ecosystem tremendously, right? Because even that yeah, one single yeah. insect is required in so many ways for to maintain all this ecosystem. I am sure. Yeah. Yeah. I really understood, you know, like, even small things matter a lot.
1: Yes, they do. Every everything has its own role in the ecosystem and in yeah, the planet
2: very true
0: but and we
1: are we are just overtaking
2: the things
0: yeah yeah seriously just because we, we
1: are humans <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true i totally agree with this you know like each and everything on this planet has its own significance and we cannot say like something is useful and something is not useful at Least to some extent, where we are benefiting from it, you know, not like it, yeah, yeah. Pressed. So, yeah, that yes. was totally good and in depth explanation of permaculture. Thank you for listening. Listen to the next part of this episode in the next episode.